on last week's Irrevelations. Here is my servant, whom I have chosen, the one I love and whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out till he has brought justice through to victory. He's going to unite all the nations, make everybody Jewish. He's going to end all injustice. He's going to be unbreakable, unfailable until his work is done. He certainly wouldn't get his ass kicked and then crucified and then die and then do f*** all. Let's say God's real. He's starting to realized that like you know maybe he's not as powerful as he thought and like yeah broke him out of captivity sort of with some magic tricks but like i'm not kicking him he's like i didn't realize how big the world was for one cyrus the great frees the jews brings justice from sea to shining sea conquers the known world uh wrote the uh, declaration of independence you know those those assyrians that hate our people and they literally called me a pussy to my face i control them like puppets but the jews the people that worship me why won't they do what i say He's definitely crying like a woman. So because Abraham cut off the tip of his cock, all this... Before we turn to the world, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America. Death in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now burning now. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Yeah, I've been thinking about something. Oh, yeah? Like, even since we were young, you know how they've just been mega-dosing children with Ritalin and Stratera and uh, all that stuff, all the ADHD medicines? And you, you disagree with that, or...? Well, I think it's poisoning our kids, or okay. which is our most precious natural resource. I think stimulants are just kind of fucking badass. I don't, I don't know if there's well, any downside. I, okay, as an adult, if you want to take one, I think that's great and fine and good. But we shouldn't be shoving pills down our kids' throats. Okay. Why can't we find some more of like a community-based situation, avoid the whole drug, the fucking pharmaceutical industry, uh-huh. find, send them to like a... We'll see. They, they're always having trouble focusing, like like a concentration camp. Oh, God. I knew it. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I have a story that I want to talk about today that I found. All right. I like that uh, joke when I heard it in the early 2000s. I laughed so I thought hard. I, I thought fell that joke. I've never dinosaur. heard that joke. I've huh? never heard of that joke. You never heard that joke? Concentration nope. camps? I thought that up today for, uh, of my right. own volition. Well, I guess you don't spend as much time in um, uh, Nazi satire forums as I do. Uh, which is kind right. of lightly fascist. We're just sort of making Nazi jokes, you know? Huh. We're not right. really in well, support of Nazi, but we do reference them constantly. Okay, so now our, we're on a new list. This podcast, <laughs> Good. Um, all right, here's the story. Here's the headline. It doesn't sound like much, but that's okay. Okay. Scientists have used facial reconstruction technology to show us this now who do you think this tell me what you think they reconstructed i'm going to show you the i'm looking at text and i can't see my own i just realized i can't see my own back oh god you're such a fucking sloppy who do you think that is 
Um, is that Jesus? No, they reconstructed the faces of the skeletons from Skyrim. Oh, God. Okay. And so, <laughs> so here's my question. Right. Has science gone too far? All right, perfect. Uh, no, they haven't gone too far. They haven't gone far enough. But What's yes, too far? Facial reconstruction of the skulls from Skyrim. I love... Well, this is stupid. This is not anything interesting, but I always love when, like, I always love when you take a skeleton and you're like, yes, but we still needed to make, like, facial features. So we want their eye sockets to become eyebrows. And, they're, you know, like, it's like, it's not like. Why didn't they just ask way. the uh, guys who made the skeletons to finish making them? Well, isn't, and this is, I almost want to give credence. Isn't the whole point of Skyrim is that it takes place in, like, Nordic times and, like, those skeletons belong to, like, their ancestors and stuff, like the Draugr and stuff? It's, so it actually says that they were uh, at Morin, people from Sarthal dated to the late Merithic area, which is, I think, all Skyrim terms. Right, yeah, it's not a real... Yeah, not a real which thing. is crazy, because I didn't know that there was that much, like, lore to this stupid fucking game. It's <laughs> uh, a lot. Yeah, the lore for Skyrim is crazy, especially for, you know, for when did that come out? Like, 15 fucking years ago? Why are we talking about yeah. Skyrim? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Is. Wait till you, if you fuss rodaw them. Yeah, I, I remember. I was there. I was there. Um, it's crazy, because he kind of looks like a caveman. It's yeah, like that really... makes sense. Well, what, did they plan that? Do you think that the the game designers, when they made the skeletons, purposely made the skull shape that of, like, a caveman type thing? I don't know. Bring them on the podcast. Let's ask them. Because they probably had... I mean, considering that it's based on ancient Nordic people, we do have caves from Neanderthal people that lived in Europe. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm impressed that the facial reconstruction ended up being looking like that. That it tells me that the original game design crew put that much detail into the skulls because they knew that eventually we would have the tech <laughs> and that someone would figure this out and that they would be found, you know, accurate. Great. <laughs> our next our next guest. <laughs> All right. That'll be a music legend Lenny Kravitz is on the show today. Yeah. Yeah. You can do a Lenny Kravitz impression? You gonna do no, black voice? I've I've never. He's Jewish. First off, so Is I could do a Jewish voice. Well, he's half Jewish. Kravitz. Kravitz. Okay. Come All on. right, we're off the rails. Um, <laughs> you see his daughter? She's so hot in the new Batman movie. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, she's yeah. skinny. A little yeah. too skinny. Well, yeah. I don't know if she's kicking. That is worrisome. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about them hips. I, I like yeah. that. Um, I saw. Well, we've already talked about the Batman, but I, I liked. Um, there is one scene that stands out that some people have been rightfully making fun of. Uh, is when she's in the club and she is just bobbing around, like just walking around with her hips sashaying. You know, it's just a little too much. Yeah, too sexy for you. A little too sexy for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I like that. Um, I like that. There's been a bunch of people trying to like, oh, go woke, go broke. The new Batman movie. You know, I don't understand Why? that whole. First of all, go woke, go broke is a fucking joke. You know. Ooh. Yeah, there like you go. you kept the rhyme going. I kept it. I kept it. But, like, the whole point, like, oh, yeah, once a corporation... Because I remember Ben Shapiro said it a while ago. This is a long time ago. Where he's like, yeah, once ever I see a... And Gavin McGinnis as well. Uh, Gavin McGinnis, I think, is who I'm specifically quoting. Where he's like, yeah, once I see a company... He's doing great, though. Who? Gavin? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he, like, going to jail or some shit for yeah. creating a terrorist <laughs> organization? It is pretty cool. 
uh, he's not know. going broke. Uh, anyway, but the point was like the like yeah he was like yeah the second I see a company talking about diversity or we're hiring a new female CEO or we're trying to get like at least fifty percent black people in positions of power I fucking drop my stock I lose that company because that's a company that's going broke go woke go broke and you f- I feel like you hear this all the time like uh, people are talking about Disney and the don't gay the don't say gay bill you know. Ooh, I yeah, do want to talk about that. That's what we that. should be talking about anyway. I actually, that's heard. specifically what we were going to talk about. I actually mentioned that's what I was supposed to, anyway. Well, we'll I we'll got us back. there, didn't I? Well, we'll come there. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, in a roundabout like, way. In like a, kind of like a corkscrew duck cock. You ever see like a, like, I don't know if you're familiar with duck cocks. Yeah. But, um. He likes the, the, uh, well, um. So they so can rape. The, the ovaries, yeah, so they can rape, but rape, 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 uh, deterrent female ducks is that the uh, u- uh, vaginal cavity, I don't know what the fuck, the cloacal cavity of the, the, yeah. the womb, uterus, whatever. Not a doctor. Uh, a duck is filled with a bunch of like, it's like a maze. There's a bunch of empty passageways and blah, blah, blah. So the cock of a duck basically loops around and spits around and like it looks like a cow's tongue it just starts shooting in and out and trying to like probe it like an like a rat trying to find the cheese at the end of the maze yeah you know? okay but that's 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 me getting to the don't say gay bill but we'll get so there. you're the you're the dick and i'm the we'll, we'll get to the don't pussy. say gay bill we're gonna get there through disney because and every time someone's like oh yeah go broke uh go woke go broke they're always yeah. like yeah like Disney, Disney and Pixar and, you know, the Marvel movies. And it's like, are you guys new? Do you guys just yeah. say that? You never fact check it? Oh, yeah, those Marvel movies, they're so gay now. Go woke, go broke. I'm like, I think they just printed all the money. I think I think that Marvel movies might actually be the reason for inflation because we don't have enough money to give them to go see their movies. I think there is a message that you don't go fully woke. For instance, Hillary Clinton, not ready for that. Joe with Kamala. <laughs> Yeah. That's the right amount. That's the right amount. We We're not ready for a woman. Well, we don't. A woman president? No way. That's too emotional to have a hand on the button. Yes. Donald Trump saying he's going to nuke Moscow if they invade Ukraine. That's a reasonable action from a reasonable person. Did he do it though? Yeah, that's true. He's Did, a you pussy. Did you die? Did you die? But yeah, you see that a lot. But like, yeah, go woke, go broke. Uh, the big one. And this is what's crazy to me. I've, I've been watching all these. Uh, again, Facebook algorithm is designed to infuriate me. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck they keep. Like, I'm just like checking in there to see. Like, the main reason I go on Facebook is because I'm an awful neighbor. And I always want to keep an eye on what people are trying to anonymously say about me in the local Facebook chat. Okay. Like, someone will be like, who the fuck is burning tires at 2 a.m.? And I'm like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, did someone release a pack of coyotes? And I'm like, shh. I tried to tame them. It didn't work. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And then I find that Snitches get stitches. I just keep an eye on things. I'm like the NSA. Um, But uh, to that point, so I go on Facebook mostly for that reason. While I'm there spying on my neighbors and trying to keep tabs on uh, communications, uh, I'll be like, oh, a bunch of people complain about, here's a Denzel Washington quote of why Disney needs to shut their mouth or whatever. Or, Or here's Thomas... Who's that real fucker, Thomas Sowell or whatever? It's like some so, black guy who's always like, yeah. "Oh yeah, black people. If racism was not real, just pick yourself up by your bootstraps." You know, like, all right, yeah. He's like born with a trust fund, and he's like, "It's easy." Yeah, out t- here, bunch of fucking pull your pants up, son. Uh, yeah, there's he's one of, of the guys. good ones. Um, but uh, everyone talking about like Disney 
coming out against the don't gay, say gay bill, be like, yeah, well, apparently Disney's a bunch of pedophiles and they want to groom children, which, yeah. I don't know if you ever know anything about like Nickelodeon or Disney shows with children, but it's entirely run by pedophiles. Yes. You know. But every single organization with any amount of power in the world is run by pedophiles. So yeah, that's the natural order of that's things. What, why why are you trying to get rich and famous if not to do fuck children. children? Yeah, that's yes. why you do it. That's every every rich person. I don't that's even know. We're chill. That's why we're chill. That's we're, why we're, fucking- we're chill. Yeah. I get money, I spend money, I don't keep money, I don't hoard no. it. And then use it to buy children. You Correct. Know. We're cool guys. We're cool. We're fucking so you, cool. You can let your kids hang out with us. We're fine. Yeah, I've I, Uncle Grant, know. Uncle Cole. My neighbors do that every now and then. Like we had like a barbecue, and yeah. they came over, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I just wanted to drop over like some beer for the party because we're going to walk over or something." So they, they drove by with like their material so they could just walk over later. I was like, "Okay," and, they're yeah. like, and by the way, we're leaving our kids here, like three and five. They're like, yeah, just put them to work. I was like, yeah, they seem real productive. Yeah. They'll be real – yeah, a three-year-old. Yeah, what can I <laughs> – They go back and there's just sewing needle marks all over. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a ball-peen hammer. And I'm, sewing just, machine. I'm just gently – I'm like <laughs> – I was doing a sweatshop joke, but I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, so. I was just going to straight to like uh, – yeah. So you're good with the kids. You didn't do anything – Oh, well. Super gross to them. No, I just hit them with a hose. Nice. <laughs> I hit them with the hose by spraying them and then I – cut the hose and then I hit them with the hose. So we agree though that there were, the GOP is probably one of the last groups of people that should be throwing stones at any type of pedophile. It is a strange in general. Yeah, like they should not throw stones at anybody for any reason. No. Lowen Bobart who's married to a pedophile yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't realize Disney was a pedophile." They like this is the thing that I I I wonder what it's like to be a Republican. Or a conservative, whatever the fuck you want to call him, a Nazi, where you were raised on these sort of traditional goods, but you didn't really understand them. You know, yeah. you're watching Disney movies, but for some reason you're like um, identifying with the evil stepmother. You know, yeah. and then Basically. like, yeah, then the, then the movies are then like life moves on, and apparently that whole like be yourself and virtue signaling and all stuff that Disney's always done. Now you're pissed off about it. Yeah. And, and and you'll see them like come into groups with them and be like, I love Disney and my family. I go to Disney every year and I spend all my money there and I watch all their movies and I didn't realize that they're evil because they support gay people. And it's like, where were you when Ellen came out? You don't remember us burning all their and, bullshit? And what's crazy is that if you if you're like one of those Disney adults, you're already fucking evil. You're gross. <laughs> I you, hate those people. You don't think the whole Christopher Robin Winnie the Pooh thing stinks to high heaven? That thing's fucking sick. <laughs> no, but for real, people that are obsessed with like Disney, yeah, they're the get worst the electric too. chair. <laughs> There's a lot of those cultists here. I call them. They're practically cultists here in Orlando. <sighs> you ever talk to? Oh, I I don't know if you're familiar with the you know, but they'll be like, hey, I work for a mouse. Ha ha ha! And like, oh, shut the dude. fuck up, man. And they they yeah. don't point. They're like in, they're like branded. It's like it's like the way the it's like the way that like the UK treats Welsh people. Where like every yeah. time they point with their finger, they slap them and they put a knot around their neck, and then at the end of the day, they torture them. You know, shouldn't have been speaking Gaelic. We'll fuck you up. Um, if I ever meet one of those Disney people, because I don't, I fortunately haven't really run into any, but I guess there are a lot around there. I fucking hate I'd be, Disney. I'd be like, how much have you ever lost on a coin toss? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Disney, but I like not to be cool. I just can't stand merriment. You know. Like, it's just not I, good. I, I, it's, it's, it's run its course. Yeah. I walk in. There's people dancing. They're smiling. There's $18 cappuccinos. I go, ugh. 
I it's can't do kids. it. Don't smile at me. I don't like anyone smiling around me. I'm cynical. Sorry. Adults should be inside. there begrudgingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, like, oh, what's it? Whatever. Anyway. I saw a stat. Sorry, one last thing. I saw a stat that, like, half the people that go don't have kids. Ugh. Well, that's that's the funny thing is I saw this um, YouTube video that I think everyone should watch if you're a nerd like me. Yeah. Uh, and you get off to process improvement and things like that. Um, hmm. There was this YouTube pseudo documentary everyone needs to see. I'm fascinated by it. I think it's called The History of the Fast Pass. Okay. I know I've mentioned Ooh. to you, it's like an hour and a half long. Yeah. And I when I saw it, it was like 10 million views in like two days. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I've got to, like two weeks, 10 million views, hour and a half long video about the history of the Fast Pass. I'm like, this must be fascinating. And it is. Yeah. If you want to hear about this science where actual human beings who have dedicated their life to getting people to stand in line, it is an amazing doc. It is an amazing Just video. like psychology. Well, there's psychology, but it's also science and math. Like they talk about the rate at which a ride can pass people over, you know, yeah. and, and how long the line is. And like basically the fast pass exists because there's a certain limit to how long people will stand in line. Before they yeah, go, I'm not fucking psychology. sitting. I'm not sitting around this long to go watch the fucking jib jab jamboree. I don't give a shit, you know. But the other thing is, is that from a business standpoint, a person standing in line is fucking useless. Like they're not doing anything. They're not spending money. So you come up with the fast pass idea. Like, hey, come back at this time. You have preferential treatment to these rides, and while you're waiting for your fucking ride to come up, you can go buy, you know. As some pedo- you some pedophilic supporting merchandise. You know, that's what you're into, you know? <laughs> like and yeah. then and then it's so like that started to work, but now you have these systematic times where people are shuffling around, but what it's doing is it's causing like traffic jams. Like, okay, well now we have to use a computer algorithm to stagger the way times are set up so that people spiral through the um, park and they're not jamming up certain areas and that we can actually divvy out traffic. And yeah. then even like the psychology where like because a machine was assigning the prices for things, it's based on an algorithm, but it meant that like the line, like it was basically fucked up that people were going, Oh, well the most expensive rides have the longest weights. So I want to buy that. And it turns out just because of the algorithm, those rides sucked and no one knew it because the newest rides that are fancier, newer, no one knew about, no one was going to. So the algorithm was like pricing them as cheap. So people are like, well, I don't want that fucking gay shit. I want the fucking expensive one. <laughs> and so they're paying like top dollar to stand in line for like, where like an animatronic bear is singing. They're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like Splash Mountain is just <laughs> like no one's even there. You know, like it's just, it's a funny fucking video. But um, yeah, the point being is that all of this science, because Disney cannot handle how many people want to go to fucking Disney. You know, yeah. so even like to the point where they're like, they used to have like Florida discounts, they used to have holidays, and now they don't even do any of that. They're like, yeah, man, it's 200 bucks a fucking day. Take it or leave it. We, yeah, we do, don't give a fuck. Yeah, we, we have, we don't have enough land in Florida to handle the amount of fucking people trying to come in. And, and let's be real, like, even if your little boycott works, half the people that are going don't even fucking speak your dumb language. Like, <laughs> yeah. They don't. They don't care about American politics, idiots. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of Brazilians are coming in, and um, and Japanese tourists, and fr- yeah, from yeah, Europe. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, it's one of the tourism destinations. It's. I think it's. I think it. I think it beats Vegas, doesn't it? As like the tourism. I wouldn't be surprised. Destination capital of the world, but a bunch of people yeah. are like, oh, but they don't. They. Oh, I want to. I don't want anyone to know gays exist. I'm not going. I'm not yeah. going. Well, 
I'm happy for them. It's not the first time that there's been a gay Disney panic. I remember in the 90s there was one just because some gays went to Disney. And they're like, well, that's it. I remember, like, Ellen came That's one of the vicious natures of Christianity is, like, when Ellen came out as gay. And Ellen's an awful person. But, like, she was like, by the way, I'm gay. And they're like, well, you, you shouldn't have a job. You should be. You should be homeless. What are we? Are we allowing gays to live? What they're like looking around? The funny like, part is that there were so many fucking like Paula Dean style Christian ladies that didn't know. Yeah. Like, come on, look like, at this fucking. What are you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> what are you fucking stupid? Look at that short hair. Yeah, dude. And she's on. funny. She's practically a dude anyway. You know. And more. And like, has never been in a guy thing. Like, come yeah. on. Well, I think the show. That was the point. Was that when the show came out, it was kind of standard sitcom romance her meeting dudes and then like she was like guess what i fucking lick clits now and you know and i was like all right so i i think there and, was and I, porsche or isn't it yeah porsche de rossi right i mean i don't know was she in the show yeah, was, from, is that how they met from uh, i don't know arrest development i know who porsche de rossi is uh, i know ellen de was like married to her for i don't time. know how they met i just don't know if they married. met in that show i don't think i don't know I thought, she was, no. I thought she started like Ally McBeal, but that probably she probably had other roles beforehand. But yeah. um, whatever, just how fucking I, I I think it's just one of those interesting things the way conservatives pat themselves on the back, be like, yeah, guess what? I'm not gonna go see Captain Marvel. That that that's not gonna make any fucking money. I'm out of here. And then like the movies do fine, and like I, I think yeah. they just vastly overestimate their influence or how many fucking uh, and dumb fuck rednecks f- exist out there. They all fucking cross the picket line too. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm never like, I'm going to Disney. It. You're there. You're now. You're live streaming you're from about, Epcot. You're talking about people that are like openly against like child sex prostitution rings that are literally engaged with that type of thing on a weekly basis, <laughs> yeah. and then you expect them to uphold their Disney boycott. Yeah. You can't even fucking stop fucking kids. I like I like how the Russian war has kind of like this Ukrainian conflict or whatever has kind of like. Uh, like a bunch of people like, oh, the army is all full of soy boys and, and socialism and critical race theory and our army's fucking weak. And be like, we're actually defeating Russia by proxy now. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. We're just beating them on accident, you know. Uh, it's just a fucking We joke. should kill all of our soldiers. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I agree with that on paper. Uh, I don't know if I officially agree with that. But in spirit. Whatever. I think, I think, there's, I think there's a middle ground. Um, but yeah, just the, the whole like... You know, oh, Disney's going to go under. And it, it's just a laundry list of fucking companies that – and I know, I, know it's a, I know it's like too obvious now that they're, they're calling people snowflakes and BLM and boycotts and blah, blah, blah. But they're like, yeah, but I'm not buying Carhartt because they require vaccinations in their factories. Like the, the littlest fucking detail before they like get all huffy and puffy and say, I'm never buying that again. And then it turns out no one fucking cares about their dollar. It's not like Ford's like, oh, well, I sorry, I guess – I guess even though there's a fucking car shortage and we're having like a $30,000 markup, uh, yeah, well, if, if Joe Buck, who bought a used truck in 1990 and is going to ride that into the ground, isn't going to buy a new Dodge Ram, then what are we going to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're poor well, and no one cares about you. That's true. You know, I wonder even, like, I almost feel like all this publicity is just good for Disney, too. In the same way that, let's face it, uh, it happens on both sides. Chick Fil A, right? They're doing better than ever. I guess I still don't eat that Chick Fil A. I never forgave them. Yeah, I know, but you're making my point. I guess. I guess I don't know. Am you're I just making doing a point? the same thing, but as a I little... never. Okay, so here's the thing. 
I do not eat at Chick-fil-A. I do not support them. I'm not running around being like, I guess they're going to go out of business any day now. I just, that's I a know, choice I, I make. You bring that up all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, you're still doing your little thing, but regardless, yeah. uh, uh, there was a lot of people very vocally, like I, I'll be at, I would be at work meetings and like someone got Chick-fil-A and someone else saw it and they were like at the meeting, like, oh my God, did you see that? Like, t- thought we weren't doing that. And it's like, <laughs> I stick with it, and I still, I still, I mean, I don't, maybe I just do it for attention. Like ultimately, that's probably yeah. why. But like, Almost like certainly. I was at my, you know, I was at work, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do Chick Fil A for lunch." I was like, "Fuck, we are. We're doing Chipotle because I have not heard anything obviously about them." Also, and this is the main reason I never liked Chick Fil A. I, yeah. I, I walked in, I'm like, "Yeah, let me have a so chicken it's, sandwich." It's literally a boycott of convenience. Yeah, that, they're like, like, you get to claim, you get to like scam that you're doing this like yeah. ethical thing. When it's really just because you don't like it. I don't like Chick-fil-A. I walk in there I and I'm like... I boycotting gay sex because I think it's bad my entire <laughs> life. I, uh, I go there like, let me get a chicken sandwich. Like, okay, here's a dry-ass piece of chicken, fucking garbage bread, and two pickles. And, sh- and I, Is there even sauce? I always felt like it was dry as fuck. I don't even know if there was sauce. You Disgusting got them on the ropes, food. brother. Fucking go to, I go to Popeye's. I get a spicy chicken sandwich. God damn. Uh, yeah, you're choking on that biscuit, though. You know I'm right. Uh, the hot though. chicken is sloppy, man. That shit's wet. Goes down no, smooth. Biscuit. Biscuit. You talking biscuits. about the bread? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Biscuit. It's a sandwich. I'm getting a sandwich. Yeah, but I don't Pope- even order the biscuit. All right. Do you know what? Never mind. Yeah. I'm fuck a little, you. People that actually know about Popeyes know what I'm talking about. But yeah. All right. I, know, I think we know who you're talking about. Listen. The only fried chicken sandwich I eat is one that I make, hand breaded, right. perfection. Yeah. It's called white privilege. But pick, some of us, a, a pickle brine. Oh yeah. <laughs> White people, famously the ones that make fried chicken at home. Yeah, Thank you, you uh, got me. some of us who grew up on the streets and have to, you know, go out for a quick meal after a game and right. pick up basketball. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this conversation is somewhere else. Um, um, should we talk about the Bible? Oh, I do want to finish my thought. Okay. We are going to talk about. It. I don't have that much to talk about. I'm not going to fucking bore you, but I want to call it out now. Say I called it. That okay. I think the don't say gay bill is just the legalization of the it's okay to be white mantra. Specifically, okay. a class of laws that are on paper meant to be innocuous, but are decidedly an attack, kind of. It's othering. It's making uh, it. Yeah. Or whatever, I guess. You're, you, you, you know what the fuck you're doing, but you're trying to do it in an innocuous way so you can be like, what, what? I just don't want to teach. I don't want two-year-olds I don't want two year olds to be given butt plugs and dildos at school. Am I a bad guy that I, you know, I'm not, you're a pedophile if you disagree with me. And, and yeah. you're seeing it. Like, they would be like, yeah, don't say white. Or like, it's okay to be white. And they'd be like, oh, you're a racist for having that shirt. And they're like, no, I'm just saying it's okay to be white. I'm just saying it's a, you're saying black power. I'm saying it's okay to be white. We're both the same. Like, no, no, no. We know why you're fucking doing it. Yeah. We know what and your fucking things, goal is. And these things are obviously, they're trying to gradual things back the way they came. Right? right. Like the civil rights movement, whether it's race, sexuality, whatever, you know, gender mm-hmm. norms are very gradually won. Mm-hmm. These rights are gradually won in equality, or at least a, a move towards it, egalitarianism. They're trying to do – I think that they've been screaming this whole time, and now they're maybe starting to realize that the key is baby steps. It's working with, like, abortion shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're starting to win, have these little battles that are almost winnable in some cases, and this is probably another example. Of uh, that. Apparently, and this is one of those things, apparently there's, like, a whole engine – 
within the conservative party that'll just be like, hey, here's a course on how to get on the school board, your local school board, even if you don't have a kid. Are you just an angry cunt who wants to go up there and scream about critical race theory? Here's a like a webinar on how to do Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, you know, like like here's how to infiltrate local government. Here's how to be a fucking dick professionally. And well, and the and the don't say gay bill seem whatever. That's what we call it. That's like Obamacare kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't like, know what the real name of it is. The, the it'd whole be th- so funny if that was it. <laughs> it's called Obamacare. <laughs> no, don't say gay or Obamacare. That would be, that'd funny, be funny. No, yeah, it's not called the don't say gay bill. That's just something liberals call. Um, but um, the the premise is legally speaking, it states that it is now. A, I, I I think. I can't remember. I'm getting a couple things mixed up in my mind. I think. I think the whole point is, is that it is banning. I don't know if it's a legal thing. I, I, I think it's a ban, like a civil suit. Like there's a specific wording where it's not a criminal charge, but it is banning the teaching of sexuality and like gender identity to anyone below the third grade. Well, including third grade, in- K through three, K through yeah, three, below four. Or any conversation that is not age appropriate regarding these topics. Ooh, so that's a big fucking. So there's a little bit of yeah. If you if you're talking if it, you know, can a man love another man in the fifth grade? You might get into shit. And the other thing, and I think this and this is the big deal. Kind of ties into what Texas is doing. Uh, a lesson they've learned is that I don't. I think one of the big parts of it is that if a parent feels the law is being violated. They are emboldened to sue for it. Yeah, as if that wasn't already a big enough problem in our country. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, well, I, I saw... Well, the, maybe it's not. My kid read the color purple, and it's about interracial marriage, so I'm going to sue, and I don't like that. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's Who funny, knows? because the conservatives are always whining about how teachers are be- are being held back from being able to be real. Right. Like, my m- mom is always, like, she's looking forward to her retirement, which is now... Mm-hmm. Because she's like, oh, well, it was just a matter of time before I got sued for something because everyone's all sissified and blah blah blah. You gotta watch right. your step. All these bunch of and now they're literally tr- conservatives who complain about these things are making it worse. What like what, what's, what's, what's the danger? Are you trying to teach the history of slavery in school? Because that's a no no. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, those statues are there because we honor them. It's fucking cool. It's our history. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. guys that. So, own- anyways, just another example of like. Doing what they are, are allegedly against. Yeah, they're fucking cunts. But um, yeah, but oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the 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 general theme of like, but yeah. So the whole point is like, no, no, no. We just don't want to. We just don't want to teach sexuality to third graders. Which, and this is something that, um, to be honest, I guess I don't like Joe Biden's administration. I'm not saying that they're great or anything, but I actually have been pretty impressed with the press. Who, who, the White House press? Jim Psaki. Psaki. She seems pretty I smart and clever. I've, I've seen her, and I and the way Joe Biden has kind of handled the Russia thing. You're just, like, right. you're just like dominating redheads. I, I mean, know. I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah. <laughs> But I saw that Stephen Ducey guy, you know, compared yeah. to the to the mouth-breathing, drooling bullshit that was the previous administration. Like, Steve Ducey's like, so, so is the White House going to, like, say something about the don't say gay bill, whatever? And, like, Jim was like, is this even happening? Is there a school where they're doing this? Do you have anything to point to? Yeah. Is yeah. there? Is this actually something that's a real fucking problem, or are you just wasting money? Like, uh, uh, I came. 
That's pretty good. (laughs) But uh, every time I see her take something on, it seems a lot more clever than maybe just in contrast. I don't know. But to that point where they're like, yeah, we're just trying to keep third graders from learning about, like, transphobia and cutting their fucking cocks off and shit. And, like, I... I don't know. Is that even happening? Is this something that was ever happened in schools? I, I, I know that they're trying to make the claim that the <sighs> acknowledging the existence and supporting trans people is creating sort of a trickle effect where kids are like, oh, it's cool. It's something to do. I'm I have I'm a boy. I like yeah, heels. I that must it's like mean, a social contagion. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, now all these kids are gonna be clamoring at their parents, being like, I need to take fucking hormone replacement theory or I want to cut my cock off, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it trying to say that the trans rights movement is damaging, which I don't even fucking know. Cause kids are fucking stupid. That's the other half of it. His kids are, yeah, are but, stupid. But, but who cares? They're allowed to be like. I guess. What are you gonna do about it? I, I, I watch a lot of TikToks about like fake disorders. You know, fake disorder cringe, where it's yeah. like kids pretending they have like autism or they have like um, uh, what's schizophrenia is another one that they like to fake for attention, um, and uh, Tourette's. Where they're like, "Ooh, look at how quirky I am." My other was like this, and my other is a furry. Yeah, it's like that's, that's not a you know, and that that's shallow. Here's here's I my get kids are stupid. Here's why this is easy for me. This okay. is why this is a very simple situation for me to, mm. to know what side I'm on. Okay. If, uh, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to, obviously things are far more nuanced than this, but to keep it simple, if liberals, air quotes, are right, and kids, you know, it's good for kids to be able to express themselves like that and, and, and even have gender affirming surgery at younger ages. Okay. And that, that leads to positive outcomes and happier uh, society. That's great. Obviously. I'm mm-hmm. happy with that. On the other hand, if conservatives are right, and this is going to ruin children and destroy lives, I think that's great, too. <laughs> so I don't really fucking care. You know, those are both totally fine by me. Yeah. I think more likely that I err to the side of, like, yeah, it's going to be good for people to be able to, like, just mental health in general, I think, is, is underserved in America. So if if this is a way towards us paying more attention to that and helping people feel right in their own body, great. Yeah, you know, mm. I think that's where we're probably headed. But mm. regardless, uh, it it's fucking stupid. I, don't, I, I don't do know. like how just absolutely dumb fuck ham handed the Republican responses as ever. Oh yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. yeah, well, we want to make it a crime to teach kids about sexuality, and like the liberals are so pathetic. Like, well, what if, if you're a third grader who has two gay dads? Are you saying that they're not a person? It's like, well, obviously that's what we mean, but that's not what we're saying. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, obviously, like, you're not going to convince Republicans to feel shame when this is such a carefully crafted straw man that they've put up there, you know. But the fact that they're immediately like, oh, well, you if you like this, then you're grooming children. You must want to fuck them. If you're teaching kids about the fact that gay people exist, it's because you're trying to fuck them, which is obviously what they're trying to do. A little bit of a projection. Yeah, I mean, it just boils down, I think, to this, like, really base, but... uh uh, rudimentary de- defense of, of, of things staying how they are, right? Mm. Hence conservatism, right? Just, I don't want anything to change. I'm comfortable where I'm at. 
anything that's not what I'm used to and like. I mean, that's why they're all they're loosely tied to like the weird neo-Nazi trad guys and all that shit. It's just about, ooh, it's good how it is now. Why do we got to look at anything else? This could upset my worldview, and I don't want any dissonance happening in my life. I don't know. It's fucking pathetic. Uh, my kid's going to learn about slavery and furries, and he's going to come back as like a fucking neo-Marxist dog person. I hope so. Shoving fucking Honestly, I wish it on every plate. single one of them. I, I, I'll see so many, like, it's not even slippery slope anymore. I'll see somebody like, this is the future they want. And it's like a, a kindergarten girl being like, it's my first dildo, you know? Like, it's like they're handing them out at school and stuff like that. It's like, I don't, I do they just think that liberals are villains? I guess they must. Yeah. But yes. they're like, yeah, well, that's just principals who are trying to suck on kids' toes and they're photographing them in the bathroom. That's why they're doing this. Like, yeah, that might be happening, but yeah, I sure. don't know. It definitely has happened. And it was at your church, actually, not at your school. Yeah. Ultimately, everyone is kind of just human beings and these sort of extremist fetishizations are pretty uh, minor or in the population, you know. Yeah. Definitely there's a lot of foot fetish pedophiles out there. I just don't think that like yeah, every you know parent is uh, I watched a documentary <laughs> on Dan Snyder. I think I know a bit uh, Okay, okay, okay. Of Nickelodeon fame. Um, yeah, the the he he was like the showrunner for a bunch of stuff, right? Oh yeah, he was the biggest producer moneymaker for Nickelodeon for years. And whatever. Harvey this Weinstein is right before we get to yeah, Harvey Weinstein esque, but nothing uh no hard evidence. No one has accused him where they put their name to it. And but the things that they're saying, like yeah, they used to have casting calls for little girls at like a actor camp for girls from eleven to eighteen, and it would be like, by the way, the pool is the place to get noticed. Go to the pool, and I guess one girl claims that they did a uh, little girl audition, and the way they audition was like, okay, well they just want to see your energy, so take off your shoes, and what you're going to do is you're going to run around showing your feet and sing a song about how much you love being barefoot. So I don't know. Is it Oof. real? I don't know. And then they cut that's with heavy. a lot of that, that's an anonymous threat. That's an anonymous claim from somebody who says Dan Snyder was a creep. But um, mixed into it is a bunch of clips from all his shows where it's definitively like, okay, now we're, we're gonna suck on your toes and then like coat them in ketchup and then do a dance where you rub your f- ketchup covered feet together. It's like it's it's, it's pretty fucking. Ooh, it's it's a little heavy. it's a little um, uh, Tarantino esque. But, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Anyway. Well, I, I at know least pedophiles. He, at least he's kind of funny about it. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's, like, like, he's like, he's uh, like, it's he, Uma Thurman's fucking weird-ass feet. So that's what we're doing. He signed some girl's feet on the red carpet. She asked him to, and he did it. It was yeah. really funny. The fucking Tarantino's funny. Lean in, baby. Yeah, he's a fucking okay. pervert. He don't care. Speaking yeah, of... Um, I love it. Well, I guess we're not really oh, speaking okay. of perverts yet, but... We're kind of. Uh, no, no. Probably. Yeah. Oh, speaking realistically. Of, speaking of the Bible... No, uh, yeah, let's let's turn to the Let's good book. the fucking Bible. We got a long episode today. This one's going to be interesting and kind of yeah. a mind blow for me. I don't know if we talked about it, but we'll... I, I, I went down we'll a see. fucking crazy rabbit you, hole. I don't know what you looked up, and you don't know what I looked up, so this will be okay, interesting This will be see. interesting, but this was... Great minds clash. I, I think we had a very generic episode planned, and then I went down a rabbit hole that I was like, what the fuck? So that's what we'll get to today, but it, welcome to the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole. I'm Grant, and this is episode 158. Yeah, we're coming up there. And this is like, yeah. I, maybe a return to form. I did something different. So one of it, I think, is, speaking of ADHD, I started taking caffeine tablets. Yeah. And boy, I, I know I mentioned to you, I'm going to tell the podcast, I don't know why any other fucking energy product exists on the market. Like, you can just pop a pill, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and you are fucking good. Wash Do it down with a gallon of coffee. You are super well, good now. 
will you become uh what's it called whenever you have to take more and more uh addicted tolerant well i need yeah tolerant uh, will i be chasing will i be chasing the white dragon of caffeine i don't know i mean i'm pretty much as already as addicted to caffeine as a human can be i'm at about 12 cups a day on average so it's not great but i I, so now i'm at 12 cups a day plus i but the problem is i'm at 12 cups a day and the worst part of my day is waking up groggy trying to claw my way to the coffee machine but now i can pop a pill next to my bed and i'm like okay now i have the energy to consume more caffeine yeah so i don't smoke which i guess nicotine is a stimulant as well i don't do any other stimulants i've never done like cocaine or any other uh, accelerant, except for maybe Ritalin, but I don't I like nicotine. Uh, it's been so long since I did Ritalin, I don't even remember what it felt like. The only thing about nicotine you got to be careful is uh, it fucks with your eyes, kills your night vision. Just remember that. Fucks with your eyes, kills your night vision. Are yeah, you making you, we a joke? Were never allowed to, we're, we were never allowed to smoke on lookout on ships. That's what we always did, anyways. It's not. You gotta, it's because the. Is, the the cigarette light is one it uh, no it, that's part of it but it also it can you can't dip or anything either it constricts uh, your uh, it constricts the blood vessels in your eyes huh and it makes um but it was funny because we'd always try to smoke up on the flybridge above the bridge mm-hmm. but there was like a, a pipe that you could yell down between like hey I see a vessel at bearing one five zero and and uh, you have to like stay away from it if you're smoking because otherwise they'll be like we smell that <laughs> 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 anyways okay so that's very funny that said. Caffeine. Cole's caffeined up, ready to talk uh, about the The point Bible. is, I actually did research today. I did a lot of research, and we're going to... I'm, I'm going to crack the fucking Bible open today, and I think we have kind of... We were on it, we were peeling back the layers, and I found it. I found something that is blowing my fucking mind. All um, right. So let's well, get into it. Chapter 45. What does your Bible call this? Uh, it actually doesn't. This is still basically part of the end of 44 to my mind. We're, we're, we're essentially end of 44. It's kind of an interesting point, but I kind of want to say, uh, so my Bible calls chapter 45, Cyrus, God's instrument. So let's get into yeah. it. So as we recall from Isaiah 43, there's a speaking of a Messiah. Hey, there's going to be a Messiah He's going to prove the existence of God the same way that the plagues proved the existence of God in Egypt. And and, and also following a general theme from like um, Moses and Joshua's time. Who is the second okay. second command after Moses? It was Joshua, right? Not Yeah. yeah Jericho and all that. Um, Joshua and Caleb were together. Yeah. Joshua and Caleb, right. So um, the whole point was like, yeah, we're going to do these great works and it's going to be a shining example to the surrounding nations that God is real. Okay. In that same way, God is taking credit for Cyrus. Like, listen, I'm going to create a Messiah. He's going to be an example that I exist because look at how powerful he is. I wielded him. I anointed him. I made him my Messiah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So Yeah, specifically, he's really going he's really leaning into um, and let's talk about, so, yeah, the anoint, Messiah basically means anointed one. Right. So, yeah, kind of hand in hand. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and loose the armors of kings, to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before you 
and make the the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you treasures of the darkness and hidden riches of secret places (laughs) that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. And it's like for Jake and myself. Whatever. Anyway. So let's I'm get sorry. to it. The, the phrase, you, your slight stumble there, Hidden Richards, sounds like <laughs> a really good band name. Hidden Richards? Yeah. Um, Hidden Richards. So let's get into it. So something we've noticed and been picking up on our own was, hey, Isaiah is changing a lot of terminology and is subtly retconning a lot of God's lore, right? Yeah. Previous to Isaiah, God was within a pantheon of gods. You know, he was defeating the gods of Egypt. He was defeating Baal and the god of the Philistines. Like, there's other gods, but God himself is the only, is the most powerful, right? Yeah, he's the god of gods. Isaiah also introduces the concept of the Messiah, right? The concept of God is going to create an anointed one who's going to go do shit, well, let's be clear, too, about something here. Um, a lot of this is is speaking of a Cyrus that's alive. What, the concept right? of the Messiah? Or? No, when we're talking about Cyrus in Isaiah, mm-hmm. it's not some elusive potential person in the future. It's mm-hmm. talking about a guy that's walking around or already had walked around. Right. Past tense. So what's interesting about that is that Isaiah died well over 100 years before Cyrus was around. Mm-hmm. Again, I think we've talked about this before, but Isaiah is an anthology. It's not actually all the prophecies of Isaiah. It's a bunch of sort of fucking slammed together. And, and, and the oldest Dead Sea Scroll, the oldest possible source of the book of Isaiah, didn't come around until like 400 years after Cyrus. So all things to keep in mind. This is all, you're going to want to really keep this in mind, okay? So yeah, Isaiah yeah. is a loose-knit collection of stories that are being attributed to Isaiah, but there's a distinct shift in the Juda- the Judaic religion after the Babylonic exile, right? And what yes. is going on there? So, um, let's talk about Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism? Zoroaster? I don't Zor- know. Yeah, Zoroaster, uh, thus spake Zarathustra. Yeah, right? yeah. Thus spake Zarathustra is correct. That is a yes. Middle Eastern mm-hmm. interpretation of the prophet Zoroaster, which was well, how the- Nietzsche wrote that. Huh? Nietzsche wrote that. Fine, but okay. Zorath- Zoroaster and Zoroatherism is the yes. way the Iranians would describe them. And they still that, that religion still exists. It's yes. one of the oldest religions in existence. Zoroasterism is a religion that existed, maybe, I want to say, compared to the Bible, I guess it would sort of allegedly come into being anywhere between the time that Moses was conquering and, and, and Joshua were conquering the Levant to even around the time of Jacob. So somewhere between that time... Allegedly, so, before, so Jacob, so like before Joseph and Egypt and all that. Before Joseph and Egypt, in that time frame, when they were just know. a little fucking family tribe. Yeah. Like, so when we're saying yeah. from four hundred to like a thousand years before Mo, you know, before this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a prophet named Zoroaster. No one's quite sure when he existed. He might have even been contemporary to Cyrus, or like a little bit before him. But that doesn't really make a lot of sense with 
was kind of what Cyrus was doing. But here's the thing. So Zoroastrianism is a religion uh, invented in the Persian area by Iranians. It's ancient. The central themes of Zoroaster are was Cyrus's religion at the time. It is believed that Cyrus frees the Jews. The Jews are highly influenced by Cyrus's religion, and they start incorporating those ideas more firmly into the text going forward. Yes. Uh, That the the messianic ideal, in fact, possibly originated from Zoroastrianism. Let's talk about Zoroastrianism and who Zoroaster was and what the core tenets were of Zoroastria. I don't know. I don't know what the word is. There's a lot of words. But okay. So um, I'm going to go back to my notes here. Blah, 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 blah. So a Zoroaster is called a Magi. They are, that's the priest called. The Zoroastrians are called Magi. They are such tenets of science that they were called magicians. When the Greeks would come in and be like, hey, what's that star? They'd be like, oh, yeah, it does this, this, this. They'd be like, how the fuck do you know so much about, like, science and astrology and math? They're like, yeah, we're fucking Magi. They're like, you're fucking magic? The... Three wise men that visit Christ in the manger are magi. There's a rasterance. Oh, no shit. I never put that together. Yeah. So, again, coming back to it, it's Iran's primary religion. Zoroaster was a priest for whatever the... What's that term? Like a predecessor religion, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Like it's a primeval one. Whatever. Yeah. But Iran had a primary religion in a time where Iran was ran by bandits and wars. Right, which is like most of the Levant, most of you had these little tribal areas, right? This is how it kind of came to be. There was a priest called Zoroaster, allegedly. He has writings. I think he existed. I don't know. Uh, I don't really know that much about it, but no point is honestly. Zarathustra is also in this because he, he, that's, that's Zoroaster. That's, that's, that's the same person. But yeah. The prophet was around possibly with Cyrus, right? That's no one knows, but yeah. likely pre Cyrus, a couple hundred years probably. Okay. Probably not a contemporary, but, you know, people are going to say some wild shit. But the point is, I'm like, Isaiah is trying to say, like, yeah, by the way, there's going to be a Messiah who is going to be an instrument of God's will and is going to unite all people. And he's probably talking about Cyrus. The irony is, I was like, well, what, you know, God's taking all this credit for Cyrus. What religion was Cyrus following? And then I'm like, well, let's look into that. And Cyrus follows Zoroasterism. And I'm like, well, what's what's Zoroasterism? Let's like, is there a connection there? Doesn't make sense. And the connection is crazy. Okay. The Ahura Mazda. Yeah, Ahura Mazda. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna do that. So, Iran's primary religion was a bunch of mysticism and bullshit. They're being overrun by bandits. There's constant war, and the priesthood is kind of like, well, let me throw these bones in here and let me watch some stars and predict the future. They weren't really very helpful. Zoroaster, at the age of 30, receives a revelation. God comes and speaks to him and says, Listen, I am the one true God. There is only one God. I am Ahura Mazda. There is the opposing one called... What the fuck is his name? Angra Mangyu. So this is is a religion that existed about a thousand years-ish, maybe. Certainly before the Levant was conquered by the Israelites. So pre-Israelite, at least that, we can pretty much be assured that this religion was alive and kicking in Iran. Basically, Ahura Mazda is the one true God who created everything. This is the religion the Iranians believed. There was an opposing spirit called Angra Manu. Ahura Mazda, who we'll just call God going forward, represents order, justice, 
love and light and goodness, really. All good okay. things come from Ahura Mazda. Angra Mainyu represents evil, deceit, death, decay, and sin. Um, Ahura Mazda cannot defeat Angra Mainyu in the spiritual plane or something like that, for whatever reason. So he decides he's going to create the physical realm called Earth, and he's going to drag Angra Manu into it. And he's going to defeat him by creating mankind and giving them free will. If mankind is now... So mankind exists because they have free will in a constant flux trying to choose between good and evil. Right? Okay. When they die, their lives will be weighed. And if they were more good or more evil, they will either go to heaven or hell. So we have the concept of divine judgment and your life being weighed on a scale and either going to heaven or hell. This all existed again before Judaism even came about. The whole point is that mankind exists to be given the opportunity to choose good and like uh, be a good person. There's not really that whole accepting Christ or believing in God. That's not really part of yeah. it. The whole point is, will you live a good life? Will you be a good person? Will you choose order or will you be abandoned in the woods choosing chaos and evil? Uh, there's a lot of cool shit to it. Anyway, the whole point. Like convert. Yeah. The whole point is that you have to choose good to help this battle between good and evil. Ahura Mazda will then, at some point, create a messiah, a person born to a virgin mother, who will help bring about the end of days by leading the final battle between good and evil. When that happens, the earth will need, will, you know, Angra will be destroyed. Evil will be destroyed because there's no evil. There's no need for Earth anymore because that's why it was created was to that's create a physical plan for this battle. So Earth will cease to exist. There will be an apocalypse, a final battle, and then everyone will be brought for uh, all the dead will rise and everyone will be brought to heaven for judgment. Does any of this sound familiar? You ever heard this before? A little bit. <laughs> you know? a little bit. The idea of like a virgin birth Messiah figure coming to help bring about the end of days, you know, it's. It's crazy, and I'm like reading about it. I'm like, this is this is obvious, right? Like, does anyone know about this? I feel yeah. like um, I feel like I'm like, hey, do you like the Arctic Monkeys? You're like, yeah. Like, have you heard about this band called the Beatles? It's wildly <laughs> influential, you know. It's like, like I read, I was like, how did I not know about this? You know, like the the idea of a, you know, this battle of good and evil, the idea of a messiah, all of this is just straight up stolen from Zoroastrianism, and it's is not stolen, but. And, and maybe this is what you're getting at, mm. but it's probably not an accident. It's definitely not, not an accident. Not, that the most popular religion on the planet has these core tenets. No, no. I'm not talking about it's not an accident as in the Jews and Christians purposely stole it. I'm talking about it was purposely injected. Mm. The Persians wanted that. Um, I mean, definitely they are proponents make, of Zoroastrianism. Make them more like it. But saying like, like it wasn't that... Because st stealing gives this implication of like, oh, we ripped them off. No, I think it's more of a like, hey, like the way that uh, Hollywood has affected the movie industry. It's not like, oh, no, they're stealing from us. It's like, oh, no, we're becoming more influential. This is good. Um, you know, like that's possible, I guess. I, I can't really. I can't. I don't, I don't a, have any research. Obviously, that highly, it, yeah. uh, the, highly. I, 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 there's this book called. Um, oh, God. It's one of the ones that I saw. That, but it's like the it's a it's a book written in 1906 called like the dictionary of the jews or something whatever and it kind uh -huh. of ties in where a lot of ideas came from 
But one of the core tenets is that the Jews are now freed by the Zoroastrians. The Zoroastrians have a core tenant belief of, hey, we're here to provide order. We're actually conquering all these nations and bringing them in and basically being like, hey, man, just be good. Just be chill, dude. You know, yeah, if you want to do yeah. that, that's fine. We're cool guys. And the Jews are like, oh, that is pretty cool. So that's when you start to see this dynamic shift in how they view God, how they view Judaism, these ideas of Messiah figures and heaven and hell and good and evil and things yeah, that become a big more part of, a, of Jesus, a, you know? Making it more of a conscious, considerate individual versus a, a force of nature. You right. Know? And, and the idea of just like, well, just make the world a better place because fucking do it. Like, don't be a dick. Yeah. There's a lot of inter- nice. there's a lot of other stuff that's pretty funny um, that I was reading about. Apparently, Ahura Mazda is represented as fire. Like they don't worship fire, but fire is how they represent him. And yeah. one of the things I thought was interesting is that they, um, because death represents decay and is therefore kind of like an artifact of sin. Like the only reason we this is another interesting thing. The only reason we die, according to Zoroastrianism, is Angramanu's influence, which is why when he dies, death will cease to exist. You know, everlasting uh. life, eternity. Once that's defeated, no more death, right? But because of that they think death is yucky, which makes sense because you know obviously disease is carried in the body and things like that. So they don't burn bodies, they don't bury bodies because you can't, you don't want to mix decay with a pure element like fire or earth. So what they do mm-hmm. is they create these stone towers, throw the corpses on it to be eaten by birds and bleached by the power of the sun. It's a Fuck fucking yeah. badass religion, man. Yeah. Sign me up. But uh, yeah, apparently... I still don't like the hell some... thing. Why do we gotta have the hell thing? <laughs> yeah, like, so that, well, I, there's, I guess there's gotta be some punishment if you're a fucking cunt. They also... Yeah, it should be like going to, you know, like... Yeah. A place where you learn how not to be an asshole. <laughs> I guess. Uh, they also introduced the idea of purgatory. Like, well, maybe you were good, maybe you were bad. Maybe we are just kind of a mixture of both. Just like, no, nah, they're like, yeah, just hang out. Just what if that's <laughs> where we are now? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes reading this fucking Bible feels like that. But it's such an interesting idea of, like... <sighs> so you got the Bible purporting to be, you know, like, as if Jesus invented all these ideas and as if they existed forever. The idea, like, Isaiah's trying to, is the cornerstone... Essentially, from whatever. I haven't read the New Testament. I don't know exactly how much they lay into it. But of fitting the, them together. The other people that I, you know, the other scholars that I've read talking about it, treat Isaiah as the cornerstone of modern Christianity. This introduces the idea of the Messiah. This introduces the idea of evil, you know, heaven, hell, the battle of good and evil. This will be the cornerstone of Revelations, of the Apocalypse, at the end of days, blah, 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 blah. And all of it is just blanket copied plagiarized from a religion that's way older and also still exists it's still popular it's still yeah. Zoroastrian to these day i mean you know? i wouldn't say popular it's well, out there i mean it exists right like people worship it it was eventually yeah. knocked out by it. uh islam which is ironic <laughs> like yeah. you know like uh cavemen being knocked out by homo sapien and stuff like that just the newer version comes out and kicks your ass but um it, it, it's an interesting the idea of resurrection of uh uh the end of days, yeah. The, the idea that they're called magi, you know, like the term magic just comes from how fucking badass these guys were, how smart they were. It's uh, one to two hundred thousand of them. Yeah, there's a big population of them bad. in India, Iran, and India. It seems, yeah, who yeah. are known for just being cool guys. They just like help yeah. out orphanages and stuff. Just chill dudes. I love them. Chill dudes, better than Christians. You know the funniest thing? I was, I was, so I was sort of on the same tangent as you, like looking at. Okay, well, one of the things I specifically was looking at is how Isaiah and 
Cyrus's timelines met merged up, which is, of course, as I said earlier, Isaiah was well before him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, well, then how is he speaking so specifically about the Cyrus and what he did? Because there's no other, any other prophecy in the Bible is far more vague, mm-hmm. right? This is the only one where it's like, oh, this is, if it's really Isaiah is really talking about Cyrus the Great, who's, an, an, you know, doesn't exist yet, is not from a, uh, he established the empire. So it's mm. not like he's the child. Like, it's not like there was a Cyrus's, uh, also named Cyrus. There wasn't you know, really a Persian Achaemenid Empire operating yeah. during Isaiah's yeah. time. He made the Achaemenid Empire. So the only way is that it is like a legit prophecy. And so there's this like question board, you know, message boards. People are like, it's not, it's not a miracle. It's just prophecy. Like this is normal. And I'm reading this one like big write up blog post that someone wrote about it. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy sounds pretty crazy. And sure enough, I get a little ways in. And, it's, and they're like, yeah, it's just like how uh, in Second Nephiah, they prophesied the coming of uh, Prophet Joseph Smith. You know? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's what this that blog okay. is. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. Prophets, prophets. Yeah, I wonder how uh, Joseph Smith predicted the uh, outcome of the Native Americans. <laughs> and it also, cool dude. hilariously, it was like, this is also how what Joseph prophesied in... Uh, Genesis 50, like 25 through 38. And so I go look at that. And of course, Genesis ends at chapter 50, verse like 29. Mm. And so there's like seven verses that apparently Mormons have that the rest of the <laughs> Christian world doesn't, which is, and I'm assuming it's just like, and then they went to America. <laughs> dum, I think, dum, dum, if dum, I'm not dum. mistaken, and we'll get to Mormonism if we're not dead by then, we're going to do the whole trilogy. Yeah. But if I'm yeah. not mistaken, the Jews are directly descended from a tribe. I think the Levites and the Nephites head over during, like, I think I think it's like during um, sometime before the Babylonian exile, but after Moses, some yeah. Jews were like, "We're going to fucking America," you know. So I don't know. It, yeah. I, I think Jacob would be too soon to really cover that, but who knows? You yeah. know. Like and then okay. Jacob got a real fucking sweet tan and he was like, "Look at how red I am, you guys." They're like, okay, "That's a okay. weird, <laughs> that's uh, a weird verse right there." I think we're only getting one chapter done today, huh? Uh, we might. I don't know. We we are we are we are taking through time. But that's basically it. So the whole the, that's it is like God is basically taking credit for Cyrus. Ironically, yeah. Cyrus can take credit for God. Is the joke? Yes, you know, he literally did. He made made God what he is today. Probably. Isaiah's concept of God, quote unquote, is heavily influenced by the fact that Cyrus came in with his gods and conquered Judaism. Fucking yeah. cool. I would love to go back and just see how this all actually played out. It's funny. I was uh, doing some. I was tutoring a child today uh, in math, mm. and uh, the 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 teachers always have like an opening question that we both answer to like talk about mm-hmm. and today's was would you rather go into the future or the past like to live in mm-hmm. and uh the kid immediately looks like oh i'm gonna go into the future and i'm like yeah i bet your mormon ass wants to go into the future you don't want to see what happened you don't want to see how things really went back in the <laughs> fuck up your whole life yeah huh uh, okay okay so the, the first seven <laughs> verses of chapter 45 aggression out of nowhere but all right yeah well guess what uh um welcome to the real world the uh, chapter. I didn't say that to him. Chapter forty-five's first seven verses. My Bible concordance actually says, "Yeah, the first seven verses probably should have stayed with forty-four because it's all about Cyrus, which the end of forty-four was about." It's not until verse eight that things take a turn, 
And God, again, through Isaiah, allegedly, goes on this, like, uh, egomaniacal scree. Woe to those who quarrel with their maker, those who are nothing but pot shards among pot shards on the ground. Does the clay say to the potter, what are you making? No, you're just, hey, you're clay. You yeah. fucking, you do what you're told. You, you go, you farm your field, you, you milk your goat. You go back home, you go to sleep, maybe you make love to your wife. That's maybe, it. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Maybe you go down on her, and then you're like, oh, no, are you going to no, reciprocate? No, 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 no. And she goes, no, no, no. I used <laughs> to do that, but I'm not into it. Nice. All right. Well, you can just work that out later. <laughs> off of um, the funny part is then it's like, uh, so he's, using, he's trying to use all these, again, stupid-ass metaphors for why you don't question God. And he says, woe to the one who says to their father, what have you begotten or to a mother? What have you brought to birth? And that's just such a funny thing to think about because you should be asking those questions. Why the fuck did my parents have me? <laughs> what were they thinking? That's a good question. Yeah. Like I ask my dad all the time, like, where are you going? What are you doing? Put that down. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea that though you shouldn't question your parents. They're very, very much into just stick to the rules. Do as you're told. Stay, as you're, stay in your part of the hierarchy. You know, it's important, um, you know. Are you uh, don't ask questions? You know, do you ask what you know? Where are you going? Who'd you do? You know, no, fuck you. You, you don't question me. That's 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 yeah. that's a lot of the Bible, honestly. A lot of the central themes are like, shut up, bitch, get to work. Uh, and then I feel that the next few verses are directed specifically at this podcast, of uh, starting at verse eleven. This is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and its Maker, concerning things to come. Do you question me about my children or give me orders about the work of my hands? It is I who made the earth and created mankind on it. My own hands stretched out the heavens. I marshaled their starry hosts. I will raise up Cyrus in my righteousness. I will make all his ways straight. That's all you got to worry about, okay? Mm -hmm. I made Cyrus. I made the world. I made you. All right, shut the fuck up. I'm doing it how I want. It's all going according to plan. Okay, everything's on track. No questions, please. Jumpasaki style. I, out there. <laughs> I, I was thinking that uh, there's that um, episode of Futurama where the 80s guy comes back. There's, I guess that's multiple episodes, but the 80s business guy comes back, you know, and they're just yeah. running the company into the ground. And they're like, what do we have to say about this? He's like, don't you worry about that. Let me worry about that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. No okay. Questions. I noticed that this thing is, this, is leaking radioactive fluid. He's like, don't you worry about that. You do what you got to do. Trust me, the big guy's got a plan. Like, all right. The, the warthogs. I noticed my butthole's been bleeding a lot. Is that, like, something to worry about? Like, bro, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Just worry about your fucking fields. <laughs> um, the next part's also kind of funny, a little further down, starting at verse 14. Uh, a little inaccuracy here. It says, this is what the Lord says, because it says that a lot. The products of Egypt and their merchandise of Cush and all those tall Sabians, which is from what I understand, uh, Seba, as in um, Queen of Sheba. Mm. It's very weird how those words are all sort of fucked up. But like black people. Yeah. They will come over to you and will be yours. They will trudge behind you, coming over to you in chains. They will bow down before you and plead with you, saying, Surely God is with you, and there is no other. There is no other God. He's now, really overcompensated. Two ways you could take this. One is that it's implying that the tribes of Africa, especially Northeast Africa, are going to become subservient to Israel, which, and, and start serving their God. Of course, that never happened. On the other hand, if I was a Christian... Are you ignoring the existence of black Israelites? Well, here's the thing. Have you I've never been on a street corner in D.C. and had them yell the N-word at you? 
I read a lot about them. Okay. And uh, there is some speculation. So there is a group of black Jews that came from Ethiopia, African Jews, I guess, that came from Ethiopia that in 1977, Israel officially like announced that they were allowed to claim their Israelite status and come uh, the right of protection or something. Right oh, how inclusive of them. It took them a long time. It took them years of arguing, of course, and there's still a lot that are like, no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, so there's a speculation of like, well, where did they come from? And there's all there's like all these crazy different theories. Some say that they were um, parts parts of Jews that like got away during the Egyptian uh, conquest. You know, when the Egyptians were in charge. Oh, of that the thing Jews. that Some didn't say, actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. Some say that it was part of the, the tribe of Dan. That went down and settled in Africa. Some say that it was during the Babylonian cap. There's all these different theories of when they started. When a bunch of Jews went off and got their freak on in Africa. DNA has shown that like there's not really a lot of going on in any of that. Um, They're trans, but it is an interesting thing just to think about that. Trans there was these Ethiopian uh, Jews that eventually came back up to Israel. Reverse Um, Rachel Dolezal's. But most most specifically, this idea that Egyptians will come to bow down at the feet of uh, the Jewish God is just didn't. It, it could still happen, I guess, but it certainly has not yet. So maybe that prophecy we're just holding out. I, I like for the that. Egyptians. I don't know. This is one of the things that's so confusing when you take a step back. So I mean, yeah, we've covered that. God is taking all the credit for Cyrus. Cyrus is the reason God even exists. So what the fuck god is literally questioning his maker and then now we get to hear where the jews just escaped captivity you guys were enslaved and now god's like look at how powerful i am we're gonna own slaves you guys like i don't yeah yeah no one would ever make slaves of us am i right yeah yeah probably you guys are so powerful that's how we know that's how you know if someone's powerful their ability to enslave the other person oh yeah um yeah it's a very convenient storytelling i guess lines up with things um he then goes on to get mad about idols again which is kind of funny i guess that to be fair cyrus wouldn't be, really be considered an idolater uh having no ahura mazda they worship a flame kind of uh, it's a little bit yeah. more complicated than that but no it's not like a idol they don't have like a portrait yeah not a stone it. or yeah, yeah, wooden yeah. carving it's not like that shit so again, it's kind of them being like uh, giving some space for Cyrus to work, you know, <laughs> let him cook. Um, kind of funny. Uh, what else? What else do you got in forty-five? Um, that's basically it. Uh, chapter seven: God loves himself. Chap- uh, like verse seventeen, you know. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna have everlasting salvation. Blah blah blah, forever and ever. We're the greatest. Who created the heavens? We've heard it so fucking much. It it doesn't have any receipts to back it up, but whatever. Um, The other thing is, and this will be continued on kind of in um, uh, 46, which I don't know if we'll have time to get to. I'm kind of thinking that we're not. Um, We can also speed run 46 and 47 because it's a very simple concept. There's not a lot of describing that needs to happen. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll, We'll get them all just to be done with it. But basically, you know, the last bit of 45 and pretty much where 46 is going to is, again... Fuck idolaters. Yeah. You know? And I really like the way they talk about it. Like, I like the idea that, like, you can tell they're kind of like, I don't know, I would almost say, like, modern shit talking in it a little bit. Be like, look at these fucking little weirdos. You know, you're just going to, like, pay a guy, have him make you a god, and you're going to bow down in front of it. You're a fucking cuck. 
Yeah, it's like our atheism. Um, <laughs> a little bit. They're just looking at in- in- incredulity. And it's because they're starting to adopt, probably, some of these Persian uh, systems of belief and how things work. And so the Babylonians still have a pantheon, right? Mm-hmm. They still have all these different gods and different associations. And like, oh, he's the god of like, you know, taking a brisk walk at night after you eat your dinner. And that's the god. And of we whatever. have a statue that we made that I paid for that I built on Tuesday. Yeah. That's like, it's that's him. He lives inside. And so that's what, that's what chapter 46 is in a nutshell. And I don't even know if we need to go more into it. It opens up with... <laughs> Bell bounds. Bell bows down. Nebo stoops low. Their idols are born by beasts of burden. So Bell and Nebo are two gods of the Babylonian religion, and basically all of forty six is just a diss track of Babylonian gods, um, talking about how shitty they are. And then even forty seven gets wrapped into that because what forty seven is is just a takedown of Babylonian culture writ large, like, here's how they're going to be laid low. And that's all it is. It, and we've already done this. We already talked shit about yeah. Babylonians. He just does it again. That's all you need to know. 46, we take on the Babylonian gods. Chapter 47, we take down the Babylonians. They're going to be fucking uh, put out to pasture. And, and, I'm a little bit, and I'm a little bit confused, because 46 references Baal and Nebu. Nebu? Yeah, that's yours? the names I said. Nebu? I had Bell and Nebo, but it's, yeah, that's, there's all that's, these, like, that's Baal. translations. That's Baal and Navi. Uh, yeah. Which are obviously we've heard about it's these the, guys. It's the thing that flies around with Link and yeah, uh, Zelda. Yeah, yeah, evil. I knew it from the start. Fucking annoying bitch. Um, but no cap. <laughs> um, but you know, like again, like like God's so powerful that He's telling other like He's like, yeah, I'm the one true God, the only God that exists. But also, these other gods suck dick and they bow before me, which could be just saying like it could be metaphor. We could be saying that, like, the people of their gods, you know, like, oh, I stomp their ass, you know. Like, like when we say, like, my mascot beats your mascot in basketball or whatever, like, we understand that they're just, like, dudes in fur suits. Like, they're not... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a metaphor for my gods being your god, because my god exists and yours doesn't. Yeah. But... The one cool part in 46 that I saw is chapter 11 near the end of... Uh, sorry, verse 11 near the end of chapter 46. Uh the prophecy says, from the east, I will summon a bird of prey from a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. Again, Cyrus. Pretty sure that's Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've said, I'll bring about. So this is where it does sound like a prophecy. Um, and Cyrus isn't mentioned, interestingly. It, you got to just think that this is a lot of mishmash stuff. They threw a bunch of stuff together that was kind of written down and made it fit the historical narrative. Right. It, it's definitely like, yeah, God's so powerful. He created Cyrus. He is using Cyrus as an instrument to prove the, the bounty of the Jewish people with their little ragtag group of barely survivors of slavery. Also, by the way, I, I like that. Um, So the Jews were just captured by the Babylonians. And then in 46, he's like, yeah, man, your gods are a bunch of pussies. Can you believe that your god let you be enslaved? What a bunch of fucking pussies. Not like our god who sold us into slavery because he hates us so fucking much. That's a cool, that's a big move. Not like you who just takes it because you're shit. Yeah, consistently crushed and dispersed by all their neighbors. Um, If might makes right, well, buddies, y'all are wrong as hell. Yeah, (laughs) so... I, I, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Um, and then and that's that's forty six. And just to sum up forty seven, it's it's an obituary. Is what yeah. I would say. Well, I like that. So, so one of the key imagery, what forty seven basically is, at least for the most of it, is like, hey, 
it's comparing Babylon to a virgin girl who sits in her tower. She's never been penetrated. She just takes whatever she wants and none can touch her. And then here comes Cyrus the Great just fucking pounding her, just raping yeah. the shit out of her in the stream, just ripping her clothes off and leaving her bloody on the rocks. And it's like, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, How about that? Bit. Yeah, it's a little... I don't know. I, don't, I mean, you could have used a lot of analogies. I don't know if I would have used an up, uppity bitch who gets hers from the incel community. I don't, I don't know. Was Isaiah maybe a Benjamite? Do we, have, <laughs> do we know? Do we know? Have we, have we confirmed? He must be a, a Levite, but I'm sure he had a little yeah. bit of Benjamite in him. He probably was... There's a little... Some, yeah. Somewhere up above him, he was, his, his, his great-great-great-grandmother was raped by one, so... Uh, the uh, the last thing many w- young women heard was, "Have you ever had a little Benjamite in you?" <laughs> Before uh, the club lands on your head. Yeah. Um, another cool thing about the Bible, guys, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a great book, uh, full of yeah. wisdom and beauty. Um, but yeah, basically saying that yeah, you're gonna lose all your children, you're gonna lose your womanhood, Babylon. We're gonna fucking kick your ass. You're 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 really um, Judaism is like it's like that kid who gets bullied, right? And he's just uh-huh. he's just on the ground in a fetal position, getting beaten, 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 beaten. And then here comes the Persian sweeping the bully's legs and punching him in the face once. So the Jews get up and they're like now throwing dirt on him. Like yeah, yeah, you take that. It's like you you're not involved. And Cyrus yeah. the Great is like, yeah, man, he's already down. Stop swinging. Like it's over. No yeah. need for you to be like taking out your weird frustrations on Babylon. You fucking cuck. Yeah, definitely chill for sure. Uh, I, another thing is that they accuse Cy- uh, one of the things that's weird I, I don't know what it means it's obviously referencing something but they make many 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 references to Babylon being full of sorcerers and magicians and witches and shit you know um, it's, it, multiple times stand now with your enchantments and the multitudes of your sorceries in which you have labored from your youth Perhaps you will be able to profit. Perhaps you will prevail. You are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Let now the astrologers, the stargazers, and the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you from what shall come upon you. Um, they shall be a stubble. The fire shall burn them. Which is not an interesting thing. I mean, I, not that fire in war is like a new concept, but the fact that the Zoroastrians sort of like are identified by fire worship sort of yeah kind of a funny thing that you were beaten by a bunch of zoroastrians so you'll be burned with fire i don't know if zoroastrians did that i don't think that's really a big part of i I don't think they would either since fire represents purity so i don't think they would use it as a weapon i don't really know yeah i mean they don't burn their corpses because they don't want to mix bodies with fire so it doesn't make i don't think if anything it's like a like a Jewish misunderstanding of how it works. It could be, or it might just be that, like in warfare, things burn. I don't know. It, it could yeah. be. It could mean everything. It could mean nothing. I don't know. But I, I just thought, like now that I'm thinking about, like now that I know more about Cyrus and kind of what the Persians were up to and thinking about at the time, it's kind of an interesting vibe. Man, 300 is racist shit. Man, those guys were cool. There's a bunch of yeah. weirdos. Bunch of well, Xerxes was pretty weird. Yeah, probably. They're all still Zoroastrians. It won't be until the seventh century that Islam and the Arabian Takes raiders kind of push them out. Yeah, but I just mean like in terms of uh, uh, tolerance and stuff. I think nah. Cyrus was like a pinnacle. Yeah, and, and technically you know. Xerxes is descended from Darius. Cyrus didn't really. 
Yeah, yeah, different family. But we get to talk about Darius in a couple books. Oh, that'll be for that. Um, Daniel. Daniel was the king during, or Daniel was the prophet during Darius's rule, and is like friends with him. Oh, so interesting. That'd be cool. A little. Yeah. I wonder if that's real or not. I mean, we'll get to it. I have no idea. Sure. Now that I've seen the way they kind of like insert themselves into uh, the Persians' life, be like, no, we were cool. We were there. We were in there. Like, I don't know if you were. It feels like it's so long ago. They're like, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but when the Declaration of Independence was being written, my dad was there. He was there. He helped him. He made him do it. He was like, was he? He's like, yeah, no, he totally was. I've got a fanfic written about how he, uh, like, he was like, actually, guys, I think it should say all men are created equal. There's a typo on line seven. I'm like, all right, thanks, bro. Thanks that you were there to fix all that. Like, yeah, you're right. You're cool. That actually might be a different Darius, I just, I just noticed, but the, still. The Founding Fathers and Robert. Who was there and helped and totally was there, and honestly, yeah, he Forrest Gump. He actually did everything. If you think yeah. <laughs> the Jews are Forrest Gump, that's a pretty good. That's actually a pretty good analogy to like kind of how they're playing it. But um, yeah. So bunch of fucking hey, copy my homework. Don't yep. make it too similar. They did it. All right, <sighs> well, that's three more chapters of Isaiah down. Thank God. Thanks, Zoraster. I mean, thank. Uh, Thank Azora High. <laughs> oh, wait. I got them all mixed up now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's, by the way, what... The, that's probably what George R. R. Martin was pulling from a little bit there, right? Uh, Yeah. He actually straight up says that he took a lot of... Ahura um, Mazda. Uh, was a Ahura Mazda in um, Zoroasterism, like fire worship. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of like an ancient religion that existed that... You know, I mean, because a lot of people know about, yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, because a lot of it is sort of like you know, the whole um, the Norman conquest in England is the um, Targaryens, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, the, the conquering of the old people and stuff like that. Um, but Zoroastrianism, oh, he, he mentioned Zoroastrianism a lot as, yeah. as far as fire worship and things like that. All right, book. well, a lot of uh, a lot of um analysis today which was kind of fun i'm glad we picked it in because it's definitely gonna when we i'm i'm now fucking waiting for the new testament uh just wondering how much and how deeply they're just taking from what was at one point in time probably one of the largest religions on the planet like yeah like again like i'm gonna say like arctic monkeys to the beatles that kind of thing where it's like i guess we would be more familiar with the arctic monkeys even though the Beatles were obviously the influence and way bigger, way bigger, yeah, proportionally, so that's kind of funny, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that is enough Bible for me. Um, you good? I'm good. What's All our right. uh, What's our Twitter handle? You can follow us on Twitter at a Revelations P, and you can send us an email Revelations Podcast at Gmail dot com. All this focus, all this don't say gay stuff, mm. has made me think about one of my formative moments in life okay at a uh, east hill christian school when right. i was in first grade Name right somewhat them, yeah. six seven years old sure. it, it's got to be defunct by now um from probably from all the lawsuits from pedophilia well stand by <laughs> i uh i'm in first grade i'm going to my little fucking school and i'm help. i was a, I would say i guess i was sort of a good kid then i'm helping the teacher out with something mm. on her desk and sure enough, what should fall out? And it took me for, I still don't know if I've put together what was going on here, mm. but a photo of her, like, obviously trying to be as seductive as possible in just lingerie. Mm. And you've never, it falls out, like, out of something that she had, like, that I'm moving. And I'm like, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss uh, Forehand. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> Her name was Miss Forehand. And man, you've never seen an adult panic like <laughs> okay. that. Uh, I thought you were trying and to be it, like, uh, like it was like seductive. Like she's like, what do you think well, no, about no, that? No, it wasn't. T- well, it wasn't towards me, but it was clearly like, well, because n- now I'm thinking about it. I haven't thought about it in a long time. I did a lot at one point in my life. Okay, all right. Of course, as part of yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. she was a young twenty-something teacher. Mm-hmm. I was seven years old. It could have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, <laughs> the sick part is it could have happened. There. It's just funny to think about, like, uh, how that's not a big deal. You know, mm. like I wouldn't have been even then. I'd be like, oh, whoopsie. And, but then I start, I stop and I'm thinking about why was that? Okay. Like I would get it if it was like, if, he, if my teacher was a guy and it was his wife, mm-hmm. you know, like it's why she's carrying around a photo of herself, of herself. Yeah. I just now I'm like, really, I'm like, well, obviously it was like a, a bourgeois type thing, mm-hmm. but why was it at her desk at school? I'm really starting to think about it. Yeah. Well, what was the age range at the school? Um, like, was it like I think K it went all the way up to high school, but it was it wasn't a big. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It was. It's been too long. I don't remember there being any really big kids. It might have just been elementary. Mm. Um, There's a lot of sick fucks out there. But regardless, she was a first grade teacher. Like, right. That was it. And she was married and stuff. And so, of course. I think she'd said something like, oh, it's my husband's, or I don't remember exactly how it went down. Obviously, it's been 30 years almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, just just goes to show that no child is safe, especially at a Christian school, I guess. Yeah. I, um... Yeah, do it. Well, I think I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. I'm not going to name and shame, I don't think, because I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I know. I know what you're about I don't know if I ever... About. Which one am I going to talk about? The uh, About your teacher situation. Oh, well, let's see. If we, I can't remember if it's exact one time, but yeah, I was in okay. detention once, and I don't know if this—I, you know, one of those things where I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm in detention. I'm a bad kid. I'm always in detention. I'm always fucking around, finding out. But um, it's just me alone in the room, and this teacher had her desk in the corner of the room, kind of cornered off a little bit. So she was—it was like a triangle, right? So there was a little, little area to the left of the desk where you would squeeze in, and then once you got behind her desk, there was like a little triangle where she had sort of jammed her desk between two walls, right? Yeah, giving her something a way to protect her from the children. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they yeah, were yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh, Cole, come look at this," and I'm like, "All right, whatever." You know, fucking, like, I, I, I'm like, I have to squeak by. It's such a narrow gap. That I have, yeah. like, there's no easy access. There's no way easy in or out. I have to, like, push up against the wall like Indiana Jones, you know, and, and slide out. I'm yeah, like, yeah, definitely. what's up? And she's like, yeah, you see this article? It's a teacher having sex with her students. <laughs> and she just looks at me and goes, isn't that weird? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah I got to go. I don't know. <laughs> and this is I how think- fucked it up it is to be a boy. Afterwards, I was like, did I just blow my shot? <laughs> like, 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 that next day, I was, like, was- kicking myself. What grade was this? I would have been 16. So okay, I so definitely like wasn't legal age. 10th or 11th grade? But 16 old enough for a boy to know. I would have fucking, you know, I yeah, yeah. I would yeah. not have. I, even I now, I'd be like, I, you know, I guess I don't, I guess I can't relate to it. Whenever there's like a kid that's like, I was groomed, I go, I don't know, 16 year old Cole would have fucking thrown down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, sure. have, I wouldn't have. To this day, I wouldn't be regretting it. I don't know. It probably would have damaged your psyche. My takeaway from all this, the reason that I bring she gives my story bad in, head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's one thing you could at least count on a gay teacher being good at. 